Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Dr. Chris Zurich, founder of the Academy of Injection Anatomy. All right, welcome everybody. This is Alex Tiersch, Medical Spa Insider. Uh, Dr. Chris Zurich, who is like a rock star, is on the AMSPA hotline, and we're so happy to have him. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Chris, uh, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm sorry about the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, it's, it's good to be here. I'm doing well. Yeah, it was a tough loss uh, on Sunday, but uh, we just got to persevere and, <laughs> yeah. and get after it for next year. Yeah. So. But- in case you don't uh, realize this, Dr. Surik is from Kansas City, so he's uh, obviously um, still smarting from the Super Bowl loss. But um, I, so uh, Dr. Surik, I, I want you. Uh, obviously, a, a lot of folks have known um, that uh, you run uh, a company called um, Academy for Injection Anatomy. You are one of the rising stars, if not one of, if not already the biggest star when it comes to training. Um, injectables using cadavers, using cadaver heads. That's kind of where you've 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 really planted your flag. You've done an, an absolutely amazing job. We have had the 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 good fortune of being able to to partner with you on this um, on this venture and expand it. And so we're getting ready to launch a whole new course with this thing between AmSpa and Academy for Injection Anatomy. But you are really the um, kind of the main driver of this course. You're one of the the, the most popular um, anatomists and, 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 and trainers using, using cadaver heads in the world. And I'm just kind of curious. I, I want everyone to know about you and what you do in, in the course because, number one, I, I think it's important for everyone to, to take it. But I also just think it's, it's such a unique thing. So let's just start off real quick, um, Chris. If you could tell everybody just a little bit about yourself and, and about the course and kind of how you, how you got Got to where you are because I, I, it, it's a fairly interesting story, and, and there's probably things I want to unpack to, as we go. But what's uh, what, what's kind of the the nuts and bolts of of how you got to where you were? Well, Alex, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, the reality is, anatomy is like my number one hobby and passion. You know, I have a full time plastic surgery practice. I love plastic surgery, but the cornerstone of any surgical or non surgical practice is a strong knowledge and a foundation in anatomy. Yeah. And I want to credit my first mentor. His name was Dr. Robert Stevens. He was a PhD head and neck anatomist, and he was the chairman of anatomy at my medical school here in Kansas City. And he developed a, a fellowship program, a clinical fellowship program that now is a master's degree program where they selected certain medical students to stay for a year in between their basic science and clinical curriculum in medical school and essentially join the anatomy department as junior faculty. Mm-hmm. And the primary objective was to do a prosection. So your job was to dissect the entire body ahead of time as a uh, demonstration mm-hmm. for when the medical students would come in and do their own dissections. And I knew I wanted to be a surgeon and I knew I loved head and neck anatomy and he convinced me to apply for the fellowship and I did. And it was really that year where this spark kind of lit inside of me and this love for anatomy and most importantly, three-dimensional anatomy, thinking outside the box is really where um, it spurred that passion to me and it's never gone away. And so we did a lot of research. I did my first publication where I described a triangle at the base of the brainstem uh, related to acoustic neuroma surgery. And I published that at the um, uh, skull-based national meeting. And it made me realize that you can look at anatomy in a lot of different forms. And even though anatomy isn't necessarily new, 
the way we look at it and utilize it clinically continues to change as we understand, most importantly, the three-dimensional layers. Yeah. And so then I continued that research in residency. I had a, a mentor in residency by the name of Dr. Jerry Lamb. He was a, um, a very busy clinical injector and surgeon who joined our mm-hmm. faculty. And he and I teamed up to really look at the FAC compartments. You know, we had seen these publications from Tessa and Rorick on the FAC compartments, and we were all trying to figure out what was the clinical utilization of those. We also had the good fortune of working with Javier Boot, who was an anatomist and injector from Spain, and Glenn Jelks, who was an mm-hmm. excellent eyelid um, uh, anatomist and oculoplastic and plastic surgeon in New York, and then Brian Mendelson. And Brian Mendelson is really one of the founding fathers of facelift anatomy as we know it now. And he taught us a lot about the ligaments and potential spaces. Mm-hmm. And, and working with all of those mentors, as well as Val Lambros, who studies the facial aging, I kind of synthesized all the knowledge that I learned from them. And I was very grateful for the opportunity to work with all of them. And over the past decade, I've taken that knowledge and continued to grow it within my own scope of anatomical study with publications and book chapters and teaching and try to develop a comprehensive approach to three-dimensional anatomy from a unique perspective. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have the good fortune of being an assistant professor of anatomy at the medical school. I'm also a a full-time private practice plastic surgeon, and I do a lot of facelift surgery, and I have a very heavy injectable practice. So I bring the perspective of an injector, surgeon, and anatomist. And so my goal was to try and figure out how to teach fellow injectors utilizing pearls from all three of those categories mm-hmm. and in, in doing so the past couple of years i started working with industry and i was traveling a lot and when i was traveling to speak and teach for industry i realized that there were a lot of injectors particularly those who were non-surgeons who were thirsty for more in-depth anatomical knowledge yeah they were great yep. injectors they knew they were getting good results but they weren't quite sure why particularly with the anatomical planes and I also realized that it's hard to travel so much, but also raise a young family and have a busy practice. So I thought to myself, well, maybe if I build something here, people will come. And so I started doing just small numbers of um, uh, cadaveric dissection courses. What a lot of people don't know is I spent several weeks ahead of time practicing different approaches because I wanted our dissection course to be translatable to all skill levels. In other words, whether you're a board-certified plastic surgeon or a first-time injector, Cadaveric dissection is inherently destructive. So if you don't see the structures well enough before you dissect through them, you lose that learning experience, that mm-hmm. aha moment. Mm-hmm. So I finally settled on a, a sequence that I really liked that took injectors through the face in a cross-sectional cut. And I really think that was one of the key drivers to what was unique about our course. Not only do we make it intimate, we made it an anatomy retreat for people. So all they had to do was think about anatomy. We took care of all the travel arrangements and the hotel transport or the airport transportation and the food. I wanted people to eat, sleep and breathe anatomy for a weekend. And and really that's what sparked uh, the start for Academy for Ejection Anatomy. So that's, I mean, that's fascinating in and of itself. I mean, so, so number one, your background as an anatomist, um, that I, so that actually does take additional training. This is not just something that every board certified, whether it's a plastic surgeon or board certified physician who who enters into practice, they haven't had the additional anatomy training. Is, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, it, 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 most surgeons have to, uh, by, by default, most surgeons have a very strong background in anatomy. I mean, that's part of being a surgeon. You have yeah, to learn all that right. in residency. So I, so I would argue that anyone who does surgery right. has a very, very strong command of anatomy. For me, the extra level is is, is researching in it, 
publishing in it and spending time in the cadaver lab to further perfect uh, and enhance my knowledge. I mean, right. I'm still learning. You know, anybody who says they know everything about anatomy, in my opinion, that's a dogmatic statement to make. We are all constantly learning. Yeah. Just look at the evidence-based medicine out there. You look at what was published on anatomy a decade ago versus now. We've we've improved. We've honed in more on the structures we're with, but there's always more to be taught. And so, yes, the Clinical Anatomy Fellowship was really my official training, which, as I said, now is a master's degree program. And then um, the pursuit of the past decade of just learning as much as I can. I spend time on the weekends reading all the literature out there, working on my own research in our lab, um, working with colleagues who I can learn more from. I mean, there's lots of colleagues out there that I, I really value very much. And I think the beauty of our field is the ability to collaborate and learn from others. As right. I said, we can all learn from each other. And so that was really the extra the extra level of training and, and pursuit of knowledge that I continue to do. I mean, this weekend, I spent the entire weekend working on all of our talks for our upcoming course, right. with, um, the new setup. And I continue to learn. So that that's really the main component of it. And, and I think everybody who is going to be an injector, they need to be an anatomist of some component. They need to understand anatomy well so they can navigate the face properly. Right. And what's so um, so there, there's a course this weekend. We've got courses, you know, basically once a month through um, through June and then we'll and then we'll have more um, in, in, into the into the summer and fall. What can someone and, and I'm not talking about a surgeon, right? So someone who maybe doesn't have that, uh, that 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 anatomy training. What can someone, whether you're a nurse injector, a PA and NP coming into this course, what can I mean, what can they expect to learn? What, what are you really trying to get them to leave with? What's the why for why they would come to this? Absolutely. It's understanding the three-dimensional anatomy of the face. So what is unique about our curriculum, as I mentioned earlier, is I teach cross-sectional anatomy. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, that's the highest level you can teach it. You know, you can certainly do a dissection where you peel apart the layers and show people the layers. But as an injector, you're not peeling apart the layers of the face, okay? You are injecting through rooms and floors, I call it. So if we think of the face as a building, for example, a two-story building, you've got the foundation of the building, which in this case is the, the facial skeleton, the bone, which undergoes predictable changes as we age. And then the first floor of the building, if you will, is the deep plane of the face. This is where we see the deep fat compartments that undergo predictable deflation with age, which alters the overall structures, right? Mm -hmm. It alters all the structures above it and the shape and topography of the face. That's your first level. And also in that layer, you've got the roots of your retaining ligaments. Very important. These can be walls or boundaries that you actually build between to create predictable outcomes in your patients and effectively utilize products, for example, for volume. And then the the ceiling between the first and second floor, if you will, or the division layer, is what's called the SMAS. And this is a a muscle tissue layer that is invested with fascia that is a very predictable division between deep and superficial. And we also see that in several locations in the face, the SMAS and the vasculature, for example, um, have an intimate relationship. So navigating around the SMAS or or, uh, above or below it can be helpful for injectors, both for outcomes as well as potentially avoiding adverse events. And then the top, the second floor of the building is the subcutaneous fat. And that's where we first started talking about all this was the subcutaneous fat compartments. What that, what that means is there's vascular septae that run from the smash of the skin that divide up the facial fat in predictable patterns. But most importantly, we see a descent of that fat as we age and sometimes even a hypertrophy or growth of that fat as we age that can affect um, uh, the clinical results and also our approach to patients. And then, of course, the, the, the roof of the building, if you will, is the skin. And so what I want injectors to do is see all that at once. 
Mm-hmm. So when they inject in a location, then they cut straight down and they open it like a book. And what that does, is it allows them to see how all of those structures interplay. See, if you just do layered approaches or lamellar, you only get snapshots of that. I want to see how everything interacts all at once. And so whether you're a seasoned injector or a first-time injector, our course really fits for everybody because there's going to be some little nugget of knowledge or pearl that you gain from cutting down that location that allows you to see what's going on. Plus, we take the time to make sure that all the cadavers are, are injected with latex so you can see the vasculature. It's more expensive to do that, but it's really, really important because mm-hmm. the vascular anatomy is critical for any injector. So what they can expect to get from us now with this newer is literally a full-face approach to um, injection anatomy from top to bottom where they get to inject and dissect. And then in addition to that, the opportunity to talk about foundational principles, not just in surface topography, but the anatomical aging of the face. Now, rheology, which is gel science, toxin mm-hmm. science of all the available fillers and toxins in the U.S., and most importantly, complication management. Right. And that's really key. I really want us to focus on that a lot going forward, because just like in cosmetic surgery, we always don't do procedures to treat the complications for The reality is with injectables, we still have complications that we don't quite have the perfect treatment for. And so my goal is to at least make sure we understand the anatomy behind that complication in hopes that we can prevent it or look for ways of treating it when it does occur. Right. So there's there's actually a couple things I want to unpack a little bit with what you said. It, which is which is fascinating. The the what I want to talk about second is the fact that we you've kind of changed this course to um, include things like rheology, complication management, and, and I want to get into that a little bit more specifically because I think that's super interesting. But before we do that, you mentioned that students who who come to your course get to do an injection and then they themselves dissect down. And and, and this is different from what I've seen with, with other courses. In fact, we've had our own um, cadaver courses where usually it's just somebody is up on the, you know, up on the stage. They're they're doing, um, you know, they're, they're, they're peeling back the layers and they're pointing things out. You, you're actually having the students themselves do an injection and then do their own dissections. Is that, is that, is that fair? Correct. Yes. So, and, and what's the benefit to that? I mean, that's amazing that they get to do that. No, you're absolutely right. And that's why we make sure that the ratio of student to cadaver head is appropriate. We want to make sure it's an intimate experience for our injectors. So uh, I found that two pers- two people per one side of the head makes sense because you have to have a colleague with you. It's kind of like when I do surgery, I don't do it by myself. I have an assistant to help retract right. and uh, move tissue so I can see what I'm doing. Same thing here. You want to have a partner with you so that when you cut down, someone can open up that tissue for you with skin hooks so you can see your result because your first look is your best look. So I found the perfect concoction for us is four people to a head, two people per side. And actually, one of my favorite parts about the course is in the second round of dissection, when the previous group is working with the next group and they're all teaming up, it's so awesome for me to see the light bulbs go off, right? Mm -hmm. And where they're all teaming up now. And that old adage of see one, do one, teach one. We really think that's important in this course. And the best way to learn, I'm Mm hands-on, okay? So I can watch virtual events. I can watch someone do something. But the way that I will remember it is when I do it myself. And Mm -hmm. what I found with our injectors, particularly with the feedback we've gotten on testimonials and surveys, is the fact that they're in there feeling those tissues, doing that dissection themselves, that really cements that knowledge for them. And they'll get views or snapshots of the anatomy that they'll remember forever. And they'll take that back with them to their clinical practice. And that's really my goal. I want the injectors, number one, to learn clinically relevant anatomy. 
It's not that they need to know the exact height or width of a certain fact department. It's more important that they know where the vessel crosses important, important creases, where their targets are related to uh, lymphatics or ligaments. And most importantly, I want them to have a snapshot of the anatomy in the right-hand corner of their mind next time they go inject that area. That's really what this course provides. And I, I take a lot of pride in that. I'm really proud of the content. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been truly amazed both by um, hearing you talk about it and, and you and I have spoke at, at some length, but every time I hear you talk about this, it, it, it's kind of like a new experience for me because I'm obviously not a clinician at all, but also hearing from other folks. I, I had heard from several industry people, many, many attendees before I'd even met you about kind of your approach and, and, and how you do it. And to me, what's, what's, what's fascinating is if you're, say, a nurse injector, um, you're going to get to come in and do a dissection and learn about this, which, which I mean, is something there's, that, that, that you don't learn about, you know, in, in, in regular training. Um, and it's, it's, it's such a unique and different approach that I've not seen anybody else do that, that, that leads to truly a, 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 a much more comprehensive and robust understanding of the anatomy. And do people feel just, can, can you tell like when they're done with the course, can you just sense that they're more comfortable with themselves as an injector, more comfortable with, with, with the, the ability to avoid complications? I mean, is this something you can kind of just look at someone and be like, wow, this person is, has grown since the last time I, I, you know, they came in two days ago. Absolutely. No. And, and, and it, it always feels good. I'll get direct messages on Instagram or text messages or emails from people who have taken my course in the past and now feel more comfortable with procedure or they've incorporated a certain technique, uh, for example, with cannula into their practice. And as an educator, that, that's the best kind of feedback, right? It is to hear that your attendees, your students, your colleagues continue to use the knowledge they learned at your course far beyond when they were actually here. And we have a, a slogan at the course that the fear of injections mm-hmm. is the fear of anatomy. And the reality is I want people to leave our course with a healthy fear. You know, uh, the fact that they're there, the fact they've taken time out of their lives, that they've invested in this course to come be with us shows me that they care. And so I just want to pour my heart out to them for two days, teach them everything I've learned over the past decade in facial anatomy for the injector in hopes that they'll grab some knowledge, uh, some pearl they can take back with their practices. And so far, we've definitely seen that feedback. The other thing is the style of teaching. You know, we, we repetition is really important. I learn by repetition. And so I make sure that we, we repeat several structures and show several structures multiple times throughout the didactic, which is the lecture part first, so that by the time they get to the lab, they've seen this anatomy three, four, five, six times already. And then now they get to see it themselves in the cadaver. And then I also encourage them to continue to study the dissection guide and the content after the fact. You know, I'd say on the plane ride home, sit down uh, with a cup of coffee or whatever it is and continue to review. Make this anatomy your own. Uh, I always say you're going to make 12 friends when you come to our course because there's 12 structures that I absolutely want people to be able to mark out on the face as well as additional ones so they can really cement that content for them and ultimately uh, for their patients to get the, the best aesthetic outcomes they can. Yeah, it's um, 
it's really impressive. I, I have to say what you've built. You, you should be very proud of it. And um, it, what, what, what one thing that was that we did when we came in and got together about this was the first thing you told me was that you wanted to expand this course to, to not only include your basic um, anatomical training that you did normally, but you wanted to bring in and make sure that the, the, that the faculty had, a, had an opportunity to teach what they're good at and, and to in, include um, things like rheology, um, which I still don't have an exact handle on what that means, but that's okay. I'm a lawyer, not a doctor. Um, and, and, and complication management. So, so talk about the, the, the course is now a day and a half. It used to be just a day. So we've added a full half a day. We've kept the price the same, um, which is uh, amazing. And by the way, they're getting a copy of your amazing, um, anatomy book, but, um, what's the, what's the, that, that extra half a day, that extra, um, curriculum that, that, that you've brought into it. Why did you feel it was so important to add that? And, 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 and what is different about this course than, than, than what it was earlier? Excellent point. Well, ever since I started the course, I've always wanted to have a second day of complications, rheology, which is gel science. In other words, um, what, is, what are the unique characteristics of the fillers and mm-hmm. why you would use them in certain areas? Uh, toxin science, so understand how the toxins work, what's different between each each different, uh, respective toxin on the U.S. market, and also ultrasound. And so I actually had a plan to do a, a very large alumni summit last year with all of our alumni coming back for an advanced course I sent out the agenda. We, we sold out the event in less than three or four days. Uh, and we were really excited about it. And I wanted to make that a recurring theme. And then obviously with, with COVID, things had to change and we had to postpone that. But that was always my vision. And I had been asked to bring this course all over the world. I request um, from a couple different continents to bring the course. And again, I'm a full-time practitioner here in Kansas City. I have a small family. And so I, I kept it local here because that was what my bandwidth was was able to deal with at the time. And I knew I always wanted to scale uh, because I wanted to reach more people. You right. know, uh, there's up to 30,000 injectors in the U.S. market. And only in the past year and a half, I only got to about 330 of them. And everybody was sending me messages asking if I would come to other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to reach more people. I wanted to grow and I wanted to to be able to spread that message of anatomy and safety. I mean, we really feel passionate about that. And so that was the main reason I, I was excited to bring a partner on like you guys to allow us to reach more people in different parts of the country that couldn't get out to Kansas City and to be able to bring this to them and this content to them. So that was really my number one objective. The second thing is I take a lot of pride in the faculty. I don't want this course to be just about me and my thoughts and my approaches. I think it's really important to have different opinions and to have a community community effect of teaching. And so I wanted to bring in faculty that represented all the different realms of injectors, whether it's a physician assistant, mm-hmm. a nurse practitioner, an RN, a doctor in nursing practice, or another plastic surgeon, for example, or a facial plastic surgeon. And so we've slowly grown our faculty as such. I wanted to bring in people that, A, I knew were as passionate about anatomy as I am. I knew that they were always thirsty for the knowledge. B, I knew that they had a lot of experience uh, and injectables and complication management and understanding um, gel science and, and rheology. And also that I thought were good educators um, that were in it for the right reasons and really cared about education and growth. And I'm really proud of our faculty. You know, being faculty in my courses is, is it's sacred to me. I, I take it very seriously selecting those people. And we've got an amazing team. Um, now we've got <clears throat> 
uh, five full-time faculty. Right. Uh, we've got my initial three, uh, George Baxter Holder, Hermine uh, Warren, and Kevin Harrington. And then I added uh, Sarah Safa, uh, who, who came to our course originally as an attendee and just demonstrated really strong knowledge. And I wanted to make sure we had good representation of the physician assistant component of the injector world. And then um, my really great colleague and friend, the facial plastic surgeon, Steve Weiner. Uh, yeah. Steve and I have teamed up on a lot of different events for industry um, and educational events. And, and he and I um, share the same passion for injectable knowledge and education. He brings the knowledge of a facial plastic surgeon, but also someone who has a full-time non-surgical practice and a great breadth of knowledge in ultrasound. And right. ultrasound has fascinated me for a long time. I actually have a paper coming out uh, on looking at ultrasound utilization in the temple. Mm -hmm. And I think that ultrasound is our first chance to really get an idea of assessing anatomical variability. The one cold hard truth in anatomy is that it is inherently variable. And up until now, it's essentially a blind stick. And we're utilizing what we know as far as anatomical knowledge as commonalities in the anatomy of our patients. But now being able to utilize ultrasound to assess for vascular variability, potentially help us guide us to our target and treat complications, that's the newest frontier. And I've been talking about doing that in my course for over the past year. Mm -hmm. I just haven't been able to have the opportunity until now. And so I think that adds another dimension to our curriculum. Well, and, and Dr. Weiner is one of the foremost authorities on using ultrasound in this way. And, and, and the, the fact that we've been able to get him to come in and talk about what he does at the, you know, and, and at the same time have, have you available to, to, to comment on that. I mean, I think the, I mean, that's worth the price of admission alone. I, I, I can't wait to see you guys on stage together. Um, which may or not be happening at the medical spa show. I don't want to. I don't want to bury our surprise that we're going to be announcing here in a few days. But um, nevertheless, um, talk about kind of what what he's going to show in in with with with, with his lecture um, on ultrasound and, and and what folks can expect to learn from from him. And we're going to have him on, by the way, um, in, in in the coming weeks as well, because I, I definitely want to talk to him about what he does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let me just kind of walk you through the, the new curriculum day a little yeah, bit and kind yeah, of yeah. talk about each faculty's role. Um, you know, I, I want to give kudos to Steve, George, Hermine, and Kevin. They put a lot of time and effort into their respective sections. Yeah. Um, obviously, I added content with them. And uh, we've all been teaming up to make sure that our lectures and our new workbook, so all of our attendees now will get a workbook, which is essentially an outline or summary of this content so they can take some, some notes and also have content with them to bring back um, to their respective practices. Um, we've got Hermine really touching on the, the nuances and the important concepts of all the different toxins available in the FDA market. For those of you who mm -hmm. own med spas who have young injectors or new injectors, this is really key foundational content. And for those of you who are seasoned, but we just want a quick crash course review and just make sure that you really brush up on your knowledge about the newest toxins in the market, this is the lecture for you. And, and, and also, hey, hey, Chris, let me just throw in there. I mean, and Hermine is a is a rock star. And for anyone who doesn't know who she is, she's done a, a podcast with, with me and she's been on um, our master's courses. She is absolutely one of the the, the smartest and, and best trainers I've ever seen. So, I mean, to have her involved, I think is, and all, all of your faculty is as well, but I wanted to give her a special shout out because she's just, she's just amazing. She absolutely is. And she brings a lot of experience. You know, she's been in the medical realm for quite some time. She's seen a lot of different things. And I think she really brings a wisdom yeah. to the field and to the course uh, that I value. 
Um, George, uh, you know, again, phenomenal teacher, tons of energy, very, very strong foundation in toxin and rheology science, just like Kevin and Hermine. And so I tasked George with the rheology component. And, you know, looking, there's so many different fillers coming onto the market. We see so much of marketing, right, about what's actually happening. I wanted to peel apart all the marketing and branding and really focus on the science. Because in my opinion, the key to an optimal outcome is picking the right product and the right anatomical plane. If you can't marry those two together, sometimes you can set yourself up for suboptimal results. So he's going to take us through um, a very unique lecture on that. He did some really cool stuff with some videos where you can see comparisons of the two of the products um, and kind of what their consistencies are and, and their different characteristics. So that's, that's really awesome. And then Kevin, Kevin's done a lot of work with complications and, um, and myself and Steve as well, we're going to chime in during that component and we're going to talk through some of the major components of complications, delayed onset nodules, vascular occlusion, lymphedema, Tyndall effect, all the things that we may or may not encounter. And we've been combing the literature to get us the most up-to-date concepts or protocols. Um, and so this will be a continually evolving curriculum for us, but it's really important. I'm glad it's part of now, now part of our core course. And then, and then Steve's going to be doing an ultrasound. So for those of you who aren't familiar with ultrasound, you may think, ah, no, I don't need that fancy technology. Mm. Believe me, you want to at least hear us out, okay? Because I think it's, it's one other way to look at the anatomy. So during the course now, I'm going to be going through and working with these attendees on the dissections. At the same time, we'll have Steve ultrasounding someone. And so you'll see the anatomy not only from the camera angle of whatever table I'm at and helping them guide their dissection through, but then in real time, you'll see, see, see Steve showing you this anatomy, the depth, okay? In other words, how far it is from the skin, where it's related to structures. He can show you the Doppler ultrasound or the vascular flow of these vessels. So it's going to be a really unique curriculum um, and, and definitely unique to our course. So I'm excited about that, but he will take you through the, the baseline concept of ultrasound. And then we've built in now faculty Q&A panels, dedicated time yeah. where all five of us are going to be on the stage and you're going to be able to ask us any question about anything um, so that we can really engage and and working with our injectors. We have a lot of very talented injectors who come and they ask very insightful questions. I always learn something. I always get challenged to want to uh, continue to look at a certain topic more. And so I'm really excited for those engaging panels. And also for those who are interested, we now have a full session on polyolactic acid. Okay. So George is going to talk to us about how you can incorporate that into your facial aesthetic practice and some of the nuances that he's learned in his training, education, and utilization of that product. So I'll tell you what, Alex, I mean, it truly is a one-stop shop, fully comprehensive approach um, for the injector. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, what you mentioned that I think is absolutely right. The the Q&A, when I was sitting down with you all and you were going through the, the program and, and talking about the different steps, that part was the most, to me, was, was and this is coming from someone who's a, who's a layperson, but to be able to go through this didactic lecture, to hear all of these, um, all of your different approaches, and then be able to, to pick your brains both during that and then afterwards when we're you know, just um, um, having dinner and things like that. I mean, to me... The, the 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 ability to have access not only to you all but the other attendees who are also going to be you know solid injectors it's it, you i feel like you can just soak up so much expertise and information just by being there i, I it's 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 got to be a pretty amazing thing to just see this whole thing in action 
Yeah, it, it, it warms my heart. I'll tell you what, uh, I always leave those courses energized. I look forward to them. Like we've got a course this weekend and I mean, I am so amped up. I'm so excited to have everybody here and, uh, you know, lay out this content and knowledge for them and, and, and the collaboration, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of the attendees create their own collaborations, partnerships, yeah. friendships. It really is like an anatomy retreat. And that, yeah. that's what I want. It's, it's a mini conference that is super focused, super intimate, and really dedicated towards one thing. And that's learning, learning as much as you can and taking that content home. And uh, yeah, I'm that's very awesome. excited about where we're headed. So we, we, we are going to be doing these all year and we're going to be actually partnering them with our boot camps later in the year. So those of you who are, you know, want to bring your injector and come with your, um, the business side, we're going to be doing both in a weekend, but let's, let's talk about the next couple months, Chris, cause we're in the middle of, you know, COVID obviously this, this thing is, I, I feel like we've turned the corner We're we're on in the final stretch to get this over with. Um, this, you have a, a course this weekend. We've got one in in March, which is sold out. We were able to open up um, about I think it's twenty five or thirty additional seats to to expand our our course in in April, and we still have some spots available for that. So if any of you are looking to go, a, April is still available. But let's talk to, just because I know we're in the middle of of this pandemic. Um, I, I sat down with you and, 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 and you, you walked me through all of the, the precautions and the safety measures that you have. I think, you know, we would be remiss to not talk about it briefly as far as, um, what types of things you have in place to make sure that everyone, everyone is safe. And, and, and I think n- number one, pretty much everyone that I've talked to who's going has, has already received at least one vaccination. But, but aside from that, what do you do to make people feel like they're, they're going to be safe and comfortable with, 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 with doing this now? Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, my number one priority is I want everyone to feel safe and yeah. that it's a learning environment that they all feel comfortable. I take that very seriously. I know you guys do as well. Um, and when I first started these courses back up during the pandemic, when quarantine lifted, uh, I worked tirelessly with the hotel to make sure that we created as safe an environment as possible. We built a lot of protocols um, and we want to make sure that the attendees, when they were here, um, had a learning environment, again, that was safe and comfortable for them. The one thing about cadaver dissection is you're inherently in PPE already, right? Mm-hmm. So the cadaver dissection part, N95, appropriate PPE, now we can get back to hands-on learning. And, and I personally, I was virtualed out. I, I, you know, yeah. I did so much virtual yeah. content, and it was great. It's a great learning platform. We've now discovered a new educational swim lane that we can all utilize. But I know people are, are really wanting to get back to that interaction and hands-on learning. The question is, how do you do it safely? Right. The nice thing about our courses, small numbers, nimble, uh, which allows you to ensure social distancing, wear masks. Um, as far as we went to all the details, individually plated meals for the catering, socially distant seating. We now provide cloth masks for your actual didactic and then uh, N95s for the course itself. We have UV filters throughout, um, appropriate screening of the hotel staff, implementing all the protocols that they have, um, separate PPE gowning stations, sanitization stations throughout. Uh, there's so many different things that we've done. And of course, as you know, for this course, uh, we, we've got special approval and permission from the city because of the fact that we have built the proper protocols and standards. So that's just further um, right. cements in me that we're doing it the right way. 
Yeah. And so that that's really what our objective is. And you've been very good. You've been very accommodating uh, for attendees if they if they don't feel comfortable, they can't come the ability to uh, get a refund or, or come at a different event. And I think that's a testament to you guys and, and really the mission here which is safety and education, you know, and um, so that's, those are the things that we're doing. We will continue to do coming forward through the spring. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm so excited for this. I mean, you and I have been talking and it's like, it's, it's finally, we're, we're finally able to get this thing going and, and it's, it's going to be exciting to see what you can, what you can build and what the reaction is going to be because um, the, the way I see it is everybody, I mean, every injector needs, you know, needs this course and whether it's a, another course, I mean, obviously we're partial to, to what you're doing cause I think you're the best, but, but I mean, this, w- w- what you're doing should be almost mandatory for people before they pick up a needle and start injecting people. And along those lines, um, w- one thing that I've heard from people and we were talking about this on our safety council recently. Um, and, and this is kind of, I, I think we'll end with this cause we're going to be bumping up on time here, but what do you think, when you, you you've trained a, 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 a many injectors, you've 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 taught you've you're trained yourself. What do you think is, is it possible to quantify? And this is kind of the million dollar question: Is it possible to quantify what uh, what minimum level of standard uh, uh, an injector needs before they they're safe to go out there and start injecting people? Is it is it possible to even determine that? Number one and number two, how do we go about doing that? And, and what are your thoughts on it? No, it's a very interesting question. You know, you'll hear a lot of people say that the injection world is kind of the wild, wild west, right? Because, yeah. um, you know, provided what your medical director says or what your state law is, you know, there's lots of people of all different skill levels that can now become injectors. And as we mentioned, there are devastating complications that can happen from injectables, skin necrosis, blindness, you know, prolonged edema, nodules. And some of these things we still don't have good treatments for. So, for example, in plastic surgery, I go through a very rigorous training process then multiple board exams, first a written for knowledge exam, then an oral um, for you know, my, ethic, my ethics and my thought process in surgery, and then recertification exams. You know, I need all that stuff to get hospital privileges. So there's, there's this very rigorous teaching process, training process for most physicians, even for those who are getting their doctorate in nursing practice or CRNA. But yet we don't really have that for right. injections. And you hear a lot of people concerned about that. And I don't know if we'll have the answer to that right now. But one thing that I really think is important is if or when we get a certification process, that's great. But I think just from the viewpoint of patient safety, we need to make sure that our competency level is as high as we can make it. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have competent injectors in your practice. So I urge medical directors, med spa owners, fellow surgeons, get as much training as you can for your injectors, just like you got to attain whatever certification degree or specialty you have. Um, we want to hold ourselves to the highest standards possible. And, and yes, there are other colleagues like myself who are out there doing training courses. And in my opinion, teach, teach, teach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we all need to share what we can. For me, this is, this is my dedication to our field. You know, I was fortunate enough to co-author a book with my mentor, Jerry Lamb. Um, I'm getting ready to potentially work on a second one with a colleague. And but really, this course is my dedication to trying to continue to share the knowledge that I've learned and I learned from my colleagues related to 
this. And so that's why it makes me feel good that people come and want to learn with us. And then I encourage them to take other courses and continue to grow in their, in their knowledge base. But competency is really important. So will a time come that we have some type of certification process? I hope so. I hope that that's great. There's a lot of, as you know, as you know, there's a lot of challenges and there's going to be a lot of hoops to jump through there. But in the interim, let's just make sure that we're as competent of an injector as we can be. And that's really what courses like this are designed to do. Yep. I uh, couldn't agree more. And I think, um, I mean, congratulations on what you've built. I think you should be super proud of it. I, I, you know, and I'm not just saying this for my own interest. I, I really encourage everyone who's listening uh, to check out. It's it's on AmericanMedSpa.org. It's um, InjectionAcademy.org. Um, and uh, so, but check out what the, you know, there's video testimonials, there's all kinds of information. We've got the new agenda up there. We're going to be talking a lot more about this. We'll bring you back at some point, Chris, to talk about um, what we're doing at Medical Spa Show now that I let the cat out of the bag there, as well as um, just, you know, down the road. But um, it's 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 really an amazing course. It's I, I've been absolutely blown away by your professionalism, by the, by the dedication of your faculty. Everyone is very, very excited. Um, so please, if, if you're listening to this, check it out. It's it's going to be something that uh, that, that you won't regret. Um, and with that said, uh, Chris, any last words before we sign off? No, I think that we covered a lot of content. I just I do want to commend Alex, you and your team. You know, since we've become partners this past couple months transition process, I've been really impressed with how you guys carry yourselves and and with class and the way you really value education. I think the attendees are going to see that as we continue to scale this. And so, um, you know, I, I'm really excited to be partners with you. I know that we have the same vision uh, for education and safety and anatomy and injectables. And I'm really excited about the year ahead. And I hope to see all of you at a course soon. And I promise you, when you get here, I'll give you everything I got. Yeah. To teach you as much as we can uh, regarding this topic. Well, I appreciate that. That's the first time someone's ever used the word class in a sentence with me. But I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We will uh, we'll be in touch soon. But thanks for, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Dr. Chris Surick, founder of the Academy of Injection Anatomy. If you're new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get AmSpa content delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.